Let's take a quick break and hear from today's show sponsor. Are you struggling to close deals? Cold outreach can be a slow and brutal process. And in many scenarios, it's just wasting the time of both the buyer and the seller, especially when business owners who are trying to find qualified buyers are using inaccurate and outdated data. But it doesn't have to be this way. With LinkedIn Sales Navigator, your organization can overcome these challenges by leveraging this amazing technology and platform that translates comprehensive, high-quality buyer data into real-time insights and sales. These deeper insights empower sales reps and teams to adopt the habits of top performers, which leads to much better outcomes like building a bigger pipeline with real customers leading to higher win rates and conversions, and of course, larger deals and paydays all around. We call this Deep Sales, and LinkedIn has built the first Deep Sales platform with the next generation of LinkedIn Sales Navigator. Right now, our Millionaire Mindcast family has an amazing opportunity to try LinkedIn Sales Navigator and get a 60-day free trial at linkedin.com forward slash mindcast. That's linkedin.com forward slash mindcast for a 60-day free trial. Let LinkedIn Sales Navigator help you sell like a superstar today. Just go to linkedin.com forward slash mindcast and get started. Welcome to the Millionaire Mindcast, where we broadcast weekly interviews with millionaire minds from across the globe to empower you on your journey of unlocking a rich and fulfilling life. It's time to unleash your millionaire within. Now, here's your host, Maddie A. What's going on, guys? Welcome into today's show. I'm not going to lie. I am uh, not starting my Monday off as nice as Mr. Breedwell is. He is oh, man. tuning in from Napa Valley. What do you, it's like nine o'clock, five o'clock, six o'clock in the morning. You're about to go on a tasting in like 10 minutes. Okay. Now that's making me sound a little aggressive. <laughs> I'm going on two tastings today, but it's uh, just uh, for my, my mom and dad's their anniversary. So we do it every year as a family. So uh, about, Two and a half hours after breakfast, we're going to start our early morning adventures. Well, we got a uh, great show for everyone today and um, a lot of stuff going on in the market that Mr. Breedwell, I know, oh, yeah. is definitely going to be uh, sharing your insights on. It's been a, well, people are up and wild few weeks. People aren't used to this. They're used to just going up forever. I know. Jay Powell and the money printer can't even save us now. So we'll have an update for you guys on the markets today. Lots of news going on around the world, as well as some updates in real estate. If you're new to the show, welcome, guys. We talk all things money on this episode uh, to help you guys on your wealth building journey. So wherever you're at, if you are a multimillionaire, if you are on your way to that million dollars and beyond, or if you are just getting started, maybe you're in debt, you're negative net worth. Um, the most important thing is you're in the right conversations because uh, we always say you will grow into the conversations, grow into the environments that you put yourself in. So make sure you are tuned in and plugged into the right ones. And we are grateful to have you guys. So if you're new to the show, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you never miss another episode. Uh, leave a five-star review in iTunes. And don't forget to say what up to us. Text us at 844-447-1555. If you haven't taken advantage of your free... We've had, man, 
Hundreds. A lot of a lot of people are trying to get their money right this year because oh, uh, we know. have had, had a lot a of, lot of uh, people coming through in the past week or two. The financial x-rays. And for those that aren't aware of what a financial x-ray is, what can they get by texting the word x-ray to 844-447-1555? What, what does that entail? Essentially, you, I'll jump on the phone, have a phone call with you, go over some of your finances. If you have enough assets for us to do a full financial plan, we'll build you a full financial plan, do a comparison on what you're currently doing, see what kind of fees you're getting charged, where your money's at, what it's pot- uh, potentially going to do, and identify some holes in there. We'll actually have an analyst write up a, a report. Hey, this is what you should do. This is where we see areas of improvement. And then if you want to take advantage of that, we can make those changes and improve your uh, portfolio. So texting the word X-ray to 844-447-1555. It'll ask you for your name and your email back. Someone from Ryan and his team will reach out to you guys. If you're an accredited investor, you want to get on my syndications mm-hmm. list and know more about passive investment opportunities. We've got a couple offerings coming out this year. Um, you guys can also text the word DEALS to 844-447-1555. Before we jump in today, man, what a weekend of sports. UFC oh card, gosh. all of the playoff I didn't even hear football about the games. UFC card. Yeah. Main, uh, so obviously Francis Ngannou and uh, Cyril Gain, uh, heavyweight championship bout. And uh, Francis Ngannou won that one. Uh, the, nice. Brandon, the Brandon Moreno um, uh, Figueroa fight uh, was a great one as well. But I was all about the Niners on Saturday. Oh, and I could not. I had my I laptop up. I had like, we were watching, uh, what are we were watching Encanto on Disney on the TV with the <laughs> girls. Then I had my laptop up and I was watching the Niner game. Then I had the UFC ESPN on my phone. You were, was, tri- uh, you were try screening. Oh dude, I was on it. I just I was, was at a, uh, a 40th birthday party at somebody else's house. And I just, they turned on the game in the living room and all the guys were just standing around it. And I was the only one acting the fool. I was jumping. I was, I was having a good time. So it was a, it was a, it was a great game. Shout out to the 49ers for uh, having a wonderful game, man. And the uh, bills in Kansas city. I mean, that was an instant classic right there. The last minute of that game was insane with Josh Allen and Mahomes just slanging the rock. (laughs) I know, like the thing that's crazy is like I wonder what what happens in the last two minutes of football because like it's so like how what if they just did that the whole game? Right. I mean, that's so insane to me though. But yeah, great games. Brady uh, almost came all the way back in his game. His defense kind of let him down a little bit, but that was an amazing, amazing thing. If just because Brady lost, though, we may get him back for Big Forty Five, and then he'll retire. But I also heard he may be retiring. I don't know. Yeah, that, that that's a that is a, an interesting thought because I know a lot of people are kind of already, of course, right? They gotta they gotta start talking about something uh, swirling, you know, headlines that he's going to retire. He's going to come back for the Big Four Five. This is the first I think they said first NF or um, a divisional playoffs uh, coming up this next weekend that has not entailed Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady in over, I want to say like a decade or something like that. It was something, something crazy, but uh, so some new, some new peeps, Matthew Stafford finally kind of breaking his little curse and uh, you know, getting in there. I saw an interesting stat and this might tie in with uh, crypto markets, obviously having some major, major, major pullbacks 
And we will talk about that here in today's show. Odell Beckham Jr. announced that he would receive his $750,000 RAM salary for the month of November in Bitcoin if Odell cashed out his Bitcoin position today. Yeah, and this was this was uh, two days ago. So this, you know, it could be it could be even less yeah. now. Uh, less. If Odell cashed out his Bitcoin position today, he would net. $35,000 after taxes due, due to the Bitcoin dip. Kind of crazy. Yeah, so, well, think about how the president of, uh, was it Argentina? Yeah, I think so. Or yeah. Venez- the guy that does the, the, you we'll have to look that up. I can't remember that right now. I mean, what an idiot. He's spending the taxpayer dollars on Bitcoin. He's like, oh, he just bought the dip. Yep. That guy's an idiot. So on November 12th, Odell Beckham Jr. signed a deal with the Rams worth $750,000. He announced he would take that in Bitcoin. At the time, Bitcoin was worth $64,293. Today, when this post was uh, was dropped, it is worth $35,400. What are we at this morning? 32, I think. 32. Okay. So today, yesterday, it was worth 35400 Today, that deal is worth $412,953. Odell will be taxed on the 750,000 federal and California state tax will be about 50.3%. That means Odell, yeah, there you go, 34. 34. Okay. Um, that means Odell as of now has netted $35,000 from the Rams contract this year. Yeah. The thing that, you know, I keep hearing, I was, uh, there's actually this guy at that party who's like a crypto fanatic and he was like, why wouldn't you buy Bitcoin? You know, you can, the dollar's just losing value. And I said, every single time somebody says that, I'm just like, really? Is it? I mean, go take your dollar and go use it. Oh, it's lost all of it. It's losing power. I mean, it's, it's just less, more dollars by less goods. Inflation. That's called, that's called inflation. But the dollar has done, no, there's nothing wrong with the dollar. We just need, just 45 years ago, a gallon of gas was a dime. And now it's $4. It's the same gas, the same money as buying the gas. You just need more of it to buy the gas. So just people have no idea what they're talking about. I mean, this is what the crypto has boiled down to be. Bunch of idiots just regurgitating things they read off of Twitter handles and little stuff. And then they just regurgitate it like to be an expert because everybody wants to be an expert. Don't, no, don't deny it. And and every because there's no experts in cryptocurrency, everybody could be an expert. I was going to ask you, you know, what what um when somebody says the dollar is losing value, like have you heard a legitimate argument of somebody, you know, you being able use- to point at this variable and this variable and this variable to make like a tangible argument sure. that the dollar is truly losing value, or what yeah. is your argument to that? It's just, it hasn't lost value. It just loses purchasing power. And those are different things. A dollar is still 100% a dollar. It's never going to not be a dollar. And that dollar is always whole. And it's, it's backed by real assets of the US government. So it's a reserve, has a reserve behind it. It's a, it's a real asset. Um, it just takes more of that asset to buy stuff. And the thing that's crazy is like, well, how is how is that not? The, it's just the opposite tale of Bitcoin. And then people talk about how scarcity is a good thing. I'm like, how is scarcity a good thing? That means a super small amount of people, which is currently the case, can yep. control the market. I know that a government regulates the market, 
And some people would argue sometimes they control the market. But when they control the market, generally it's during times of volatility and they're doing injections of reprinted money to keep the market healthy. You can't do that kind of stuff with crypto. It doesn't work. Nothing backs it. Whenever you just always remember this, it's speculation and it's pure speculation. You are buying that so that somebody else buys it for more. Why would you brag about? I mean, just look at the president. What's what's so? Why are you Brian bragging about buying the dip? What are you going to eventually do with it? Just hold it forever? So just going to just you're going to look at a, a number on a piece of paper. You're buying the asset so that you hope somebody else will buy it for more in the future, and that's purely speculation. There's no cash flow. There's no, there's no dividend yield and you can get cash flow and you can get dividend yield, but then you have to collateralize your asset through a staking process and then you lose control of it and hope that the, the process rinses and repeats itself and just strap in. It's pure speculation and that's fine. That's what it is. I've said it before and man, holy crap, here I go being right again. The Bitcoin market is not what people think. And the cryptocurrency market is not what I think. It's obviously not inflationary. It's obviously not inflationary. Inflation keeps going up and it keeps going down. It tracks the stock market and it's an ultra, ultra, ultra risky asset class. When the stock market goes down, it's going to go down by even more. And look what's happening. So mark my words, settle. It will be zero eventually. We've got Mr. Breedwell's uh, hard and consistent prediction on Bitcoin going to zero for an unpopular prediction, mind you, from a lot of the the, the crypto experts, and uh, time will tell. So, yeah, everybody uh, that bought Bitcoin when I've said to not buy Bitcoin, you've made no money. Yeah, that, yeah, you know, it's funny. I've I've probably talked to because I haven't bought any Bitcoin since like 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, I've just been sitting on my my coins and. The uh, I've got a couple of buddies that bought like earlier this year or bought, you know, kind of last year when things were, you know, bouncing around. And now they're all, uh-huh. Yeah. Silencio. Very quiet. I will be here every week to tell you the truth. Y'all can take it or leave it, but I'm going to tell you what. It is what it is, man. Perspective is powerful. Federal judge blocks Biden's vaccine rule for federal workers nationwide. Judge Jeffrey Vincent Brown of the U.S. District Court of the Southern District of Texas wrote, while vaccines are undoubtedly the best way to avoid serious illness from COVID-19, there is no reason to believe that the public interest cannot be served via less restrictive measures than the mandate, such as masking, social distancing, or part or full-time remote work. Stopping the spread of COVID-19 will not be achieved by overbroad policies like the federal worker mandate. Another big blow to Joe Biden and his administration. I mean, hitting all-time lows of, I mean, you're even starting to see CNN and like the left-wing media start going in. They're going in on him now. I've been seeing a lot more videos of, of course, right, these, uh, you know, right-wing, you know, conservatives that are just eating it up right now, seeing all of these, you know, left-wing media outlets actually go in and trash talk and, you know, talk about Biden not so be easy. I well, mean, of it's, course, it's, it's been even like from day one, but the narrative has shifted now all of a sudden to where they're actually on board and they're, they're, they're fueling the narrative. Yeah. And the, and this is the craziest part. It was the same people that told you this was going to be your savior. So take that, take that with a grain of salt. 
I mean, this is, again, I'm not saying the prior administration was like, hey, they're doing everything above board and this and that, and nobody will and nobody does. But man, policy was just a lot better. We were respected on the, um, our military was respected. Our police officers were more respected. And, you know, things were still crazy, but they weren't like they are today where we have people like uh, when you, we can mention that Gallup, was it a Gallup poll that you were referencing earlier? Um, it was, what was that poll? I'll find it for you, but yeah, it was, um, essentially was just saying that we had a bunch of a lot of the, 50 per uh, Rasmussen poll. That's what Rasmussen, it was. Yeah, there we go. Rasmussen poll, 50% of uh, leftists want, uh, based on this poll, 50% of the leftists want any unvaccinated person to be sent off to basically a camp. Mm-hmm. Which is like pretty unreal. Um, and then there was a small percentage, I think around 19 or 20% that said that they would support having children taken from their parents. Yeah. And I, I mean, just like can't even, I'd like how we've come that far as a nation to where we are like, you know, chastising people for making personal decisions when literally the, the party that is getting mad at the side, you know, I would say mostly Republicans would, would deny vaccines over Democrats if I was going to take a broad swath at it. Yeah. Um, and the side that wants more vaccinations is the Democrats. And the side that wants the most vaccinations is a side that's been bitching and moaning for years and years and years. They want to be left alone to make choices with their own body. They want to do this other stuff. And then right when push comes to shove, it's just something they don't agree with. Typical of liberals. They just throw their hands up, scream and cry with nothing to show behind it. And we can prove that because once it gets put to the test to the letter of the law, as you can see with Joe Biden's mandate, they don't hold up. They hold no water because they're not legal. They're not done in a, in a just well, way. And they don't work. So no. let's be like, just no. go. they don't Here's work. You, my brother plays in college sports. And every time he gets somebody gets sick, it's a vaccinated person. Yep. That is what's happening. And I'm not even, I was not even on that train for a while. And now I'm just starting to notice it. And I try to take as level-headed of an approach to this stuff as I can, because you don't want to be wrong about something I don't know a lot. But all the people that keep getting sick are vaccinated people. Well, it's funny. We just saw a ton of left media come out this last week stating, and this was also, I think, by the CDC, natural immunity was six times stronger during the Delta wave than people with the vaccination, according to a new report from the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. The CDC came out with this and literally said this on their own website. The president of the CDC came out. And I mean, you got to imagine that if you're pumping your body full of a virus that naturally it doesn't have the capability to fight off because it's getting all this extra help and you're boosting and then you're boosting again and then you're boosting again that of course your body isn't going to naturally have the strength to fight it off versus somebody that doesn't have that in their body and the way our you know bodies have been designed and created no shit wow who would have thought that we actually have the ability to fight some of these things off you know, that 
are not as, let's just say, extreme as maybe some people initially thought, right? So yeah. trying to force these things on other individuals, you know, still to me is is much greater than not saying it's not real, but it's been politicized. It's 100% real. It's yeah, just, it's just been it's, used as a political, yeah. you know, tool now to advance right corporate thing when you have when medical you have like a, yeah. federal government agendas yep. um you know that that's but what we're seeing is people are waking up dominoes are falling you know this last week um we saw you know the UK came out and opened up basically Spain Spain Spain, Spain Ireland, Ireland we're yeah. starting to see some of the dominoes fall which is really Spain exciting was an epicenter if you remember in 2020 and and just what they've decided, and the reason that it's smaller countries, it's because they they can they get to the, the point of hey, we actually can't do anything about this, so we're either going to lock ourselves up in jail forever, or we're going to get out, and it's eventually going to go away. If statistically will, and we're just going to have to deal with it. If you don't want to, then do what you want to do, but we can't restrict people from living their lives. Yeah, which is amazing. I mean, just this last week, we've been seeing more and more. Um, massive, you know, protests around the world too. you know, hundreds of thousands gathered at the Lincoln Memorial in Washington, D.C. this last weekend. You mm-hmm. saw stuff, big stuff in like Singapore and Stockholm, Sweden, in Germany. People are, they're waking up, you know, they're, they're not willing to put their life, their livelihoods, their financial future, their freedoms in the hands of people that obviously we've seen the congruency of policy and, and quote unquote medical science. And at the end of the day, what we've learned is there is no congruency. It, it, like they don't know what the hell they're talking about as well. And it's, you know, all of these things that were once quote unquote conspiracy theorists, you know, saying things that didn't align with the MSM or the, you know, scientists that all of a sudden, you know, had the power of God in their hands uh, as those things played out and showed not to be true, right? And all of the things that other people who were, quote unquote, the conspiracy theorists that were against, you know, or or maybe just not any being against, but um, not necessarily in alignment or green with play out, be more right. Now, all of a sudden, right, their narrative is really unraveling and falling apart. And we talked about this on a few episodes ago that, mm-hmm. you know, they don't have the, at least because in, in America with the, you know, midterm elections, they don't have the luxury of effing up anymore. They, they, they don't <laughs> have the luxury of keeping this around anymore because it didn't work. Didn't work. Who on the American people's freedom and it did not work because the American person is... It, Left or right, ultimately still wants their choice of freedom, no matter what it comes down to. Everybody likes freedom of choice. That's people forget how good we have it in this this nation. How how me and you can get on here and speak our minds and disagree. And for the majority of of people, and there's nothing that's gonna happen. And there's and for, and for right rightfully so. We are allowed to speak our minds and be our own person here. So that's something we take for granted a lot. We've seen a lot of volatility in the market yes. this last week. And we have. well, really last couple of weeks, we've couple seen weeks. some stuff, you know, what's going on in the market? What are you guys seeing? And what are some of the things that people should be doing during volatile times in the market? So there's a correction. I, I would call it a correction at this point. 
um, in the stock market happening. And they're, they're, they're normal and healthy. And what a correction is, is just what it sounds like. Things that are overpriced correct themselves. Cash comes off the table in the form of profits, reallocation to different areas in the market. Um, and then we have a bunch of little things going on. We have the tensions with Russia and Ukraine. We have rising interest rate environment. We have uh, the Fed saying they're going to release assets off their balance sheet a lot quicker than they've ever done in the midst of all this volatility. And you have a nation that is kind of battling with coronavirus and stuff like that still, deciding how important that is. So all of those variables mixed in are causing a ton of volatility. It started with the sell-off and higher risk assets, and it's kind of spread to the whole market at this point. There's nothing that's making money except touching it with your bare hands, real estate, houses. That's what's making money right now. Um, It's a great time to be an investor because all you need to do is make sure that your accounts stay fully invested and you don't sell. That would be probably one of the silliest things to do is sell when your accounts are down and start purchasing more in those accounts if you have cash to do so. Because you're buying assets that are going to continuously go back up in the long run and we've seen it before and we've seen it again. Every single time the market drops, it will recover and go beyond. And there's not one time you can point on the chart ever that that's not happened. It always fully recovers. Nobody likes to lose money. But the only time you lose money is if you sell. Yep. That's the craziest thing. Hold that bag, y'all. Hold it hard. So yeah, to everybody that's listening, my accounts are down in the 40% range. You know, and I'm just sitting here purchasing. Why? Because I know that that's just a 40% discount. It's free upside that I'm purchasing. And just because my Twilio stock, for example, is worth half of when I bought it last year, that doesn't mean that that's not going to go back. You just have to go look at some of these companies um, and know that this is just part of investing. Volatility is part of investing. And stocks are the most short-term volatile asset class that you can put your money into minus cryptocurrency. Yeah. What are, is there a time to sell ever in a market like this or? No, no, that's actually, there's really never, it's never smart when you have the same quantity of an asset that is, will come back, you know, real estate being one of those stocks being another one. It's just not a smart time to sell. Cause if you peel the, the layers back to that, why would it make sense? I have 10 shares of this stock. I bought it at $1. It's at 50 cents. I'm going to sell those and get $5 and then do what? I, I, I obviously didn't know when the market was going to go down. How do I know when yep. it's going to go back up? Yep. People just don't tend to like peel that back. You really think you know what the market's going to do? Nobody does. It's been proven for many, many, many years. Nobody knows what the market does. It's all knowing in itself. So you have to just be prepared for volatile times. So. Um, and then another thing to add on to that, what are you going to rebuy? Yeah. Right now, you're just going to buy something else that's, at, that's down. Why don't you just hold the same asset, take some of your cash that's losing 7% to inflation, and just put it in there? Is your account down 20%? Yes, but it's unrealized. Your, your loss and purchasing power is realized every single day, whether you think it is or not. Those unrealized losses on, your, on a piece of paper they're not real losses until you realize them and sell. Don't realize your losses. What are some of the variables that you guys believe to be are playing in 
and creating this correction? Is it just because we were way of, overpriced yeah, or, or we, were, we were heavily, heavily, I mean, tech stocks, which is where I have a lot of my uh, investments personally. Um, there are way overvalued. I mean, there are so overbought for so long. People were dip buying for no freaking reason. Um, so a lot of that stuff, and I, it goes back to this is kind of what happens in those areas of the market when unsophisticated investors pile their money into it in an effort to get rich quick. They are not, they're not smart. So they're going to turn back around and sell the second there's any volatility because they're, they're not educated. That all the areas of the stock market that are doing the most bad are like technology, hyper growth, and growth assets. And that's where most people that were young or that are newer investors this past year have put their money. And the thing that I had mentioned a while ago is that those investors have experienced extreme upside and never any downside. Mm -hmm. Are you interested in boosting your income by an extra $50,000 this year? If so, you're going to love what I've got in store for you. I am beyond excited to officially announce an incredible opportunity to join me in my exclusive mastermind, which will include myself and 25 other hand-selected investors who are actively pursuing commercial real estate in 2024 and want to be held accountable to making sure they buy their first or their next commercial real estate investment property that will net them a minimum of $50,000 a year. This mastermind group will not only teach you how to do that, how to find, how to analyze, how to structure and buy these types of commercial real estate investment properties, but you'll also have an opportunity to be a part of an intimate group of high achievers that are going to take your network and your resources to a whole nother level. But here's the catch. Like I mentioned before, this is exclusive. We're only selecting 25 ambitious individuals for our founding members group who are serious and ready to take that next step in their commercial real estate investing journey. So if you are ready to increase your passive income by at least $50,000 in the next year with commercial real estate investing, then this is your moment. These spaces are gonna fill up fast and trust me, this is the one and only time to be a founding member, which comes with some pretty special benefits. So head over to myfirst50k.com and submit your application now. Again, that's myfirst50k.com. You can head over there, check out the program, see everything that it entails, submit your application to join, and I can't wait to connect with you soon. So we're, we're experiencing a lot of volatility because of rookie investors um, coupled with Ukraine, Russia, rising interest rate environment, and the fact that we're still dealing with COVID a little bit. Yeah. Um, once COVID could ease, if we can get any sort of good news, good news is going to be the kind of the things that are going to be sparked in the market right now. Almost feel good stuff, empathetic stuff. Hey, COVID's kind of done. We're doing this. Hey, interest rates are rising but we're going to figure out X, Y, Z, some sort of good news or indicator that there is light at the end of the tunnel. It's going to be what, in, what pulls money back off the sideline for institutions and retail investors, in my opinion, which and I if, think is going to happen in about three to four weeks. I was going to say, and if, if what, what if we don't hear any of those kind of good you know, news headlines coming out? Obviously, you know, Biden... Uh, some reports have come out. Biden considering sending, you know, thousands of troops, warships, aircrafts, you know, over to kind of settle in based on the Ukraine and Russia tension. You know, China would love to see that, of course. Um, what are 
you know, what, what kind of, what if that doesn't happen? Is it just going to continue to snowball down or what? If we have continued volatility in the market, it should be a contraction where we'll just have spikes and dips back to levels because we we're kind of near, near the bottom. If what we're guessing is happening is happening, which is a correction only. Uh, if we do go beyond the correction phase, um, that's going to be when we could see another tumble of 15 to 20% and people could see losses and high equity focused accounts upwards of 40 to 50%. Um, but it would have happened over a one to four month period. Do we have a quick, sharp recovery again, like we did in 2020? Um, that's, that's to be seen. So. It's kind of, um, I'll know a lot more in three weeks because that's kind of where the technicals are lining up for me to say that that looks like there's a way out. And Nancy Pelosi has leap contracts out on the S&P 500 right now, long-term options. So oh I, got my. That, I got that going for me too. <laughs> we, I think we should, we should just have a weekly section, you know, uh, and segment. <laughs> what's Nancy uh, buying? What's Nancy buying? What's Nancy up to? Cause obviously she's got a she's got a tip of the cap on you know where things are trending, so she's always seems to be skating where the puck is at. Yeah, she does pretty dang good. Insider info is just that it's insider. So yeah, she does pretty dang good with that. But the volatility thing, uh, what I'll leave people with is this is the time to hold strong. And if you are a smart investor, you will be putting money into your accounts and not worrying about them going down. No matter your age, no matter what you're invested in, this is the time to buy. And you will thank yourself. You will pat yourself in the back in 24 months when you're looking at these accounts with massive returns because you are smart and you bought those assets on a discount. Time to buy the dip. And if you guys want you know, to connect and discuss your portfolio, you know, mitigate any risks, take advantage of any opportunities... Uh, now is a great time to reach out to Ryan and his team. Just text the word X-ray to 844-447-1555. With that being said, you know, real estate market is holding strong hot. right now. It yeah. is hot. I'm sure many of you already know this. Um, you know, we're seeing, I always like to pay attention to the big boys and the big girls and see what they're doing. And, you know, because they're always the ones who have the most capital. They've got the most resources and staff, and they usually are the ones that have the the trickle down effect based on, hey, they're doing that. Maybe we should follow suit, right? And so you see more and more people start taking actions, or you know, not taking actions based on what some of these larger institutional funds are doing. And we saw Blackstone, uh, one of the largest, you know. Uh, real estate hedge funds in the world uh, announced this week that they are going to spend $1 billion in affordable housing on expanding their single family residential portfolio. Um, a lot of the private equity groups, uh, I'm working on a deal with the, you know, a sovereign wealth fund, and they are massively bullish on multifamily assets. I mean, stuff that they weren't buying before. Now they're even starting to buy B class stuff. You know, they're 
they're leaving the C class stuff for the mom and pop type investors, but the A class, B class, tier one, tier two markets, they are extremely bullish on multifamily assets. Um, obviously, right, there's just less and less people that are going to be able to buy moving forward. We've already seen this, you know, larger shift in the middle class kind of get pushed down to you know, the lower class and, you know, a small group of people have trickled up into, so the wealth gap, as it continues to get bigger, affordability, affordable housing is going to continue to be a problem. Rising interest rates, of course, is going to slash some affordability and demand off of, you know, out of the market. Um, We're still seeing extremely low supply in single family housing on the purchase market. So with that being said, right, you know, we're we're gonna see prices still remain and hold pretty steady. Some things that I did notice that were a little bit interesting to me is a couple of my you know friends that are in the brokerage world of mortgage um, started noting that you know some uh, stated income loans are starting to you know some product is is starting to come back. So I found that a little bit interesting, but still right a significant amount of underwriting and red tape that you have to go through in order to get kind of debt but if you have the ability to do that right now i mean do it money is as cheap as it's ever been and obviously we know for for this year moving forward it's uh i think you know we're going to see these rate hikes and you know in the grand scheme it's going to be small you know comparative to let's say the historical timeline of interest rates so getting money right now you know, into hard assets that are going to, you know, keep up with inflation, if not outperform inflation, you know, pay you dividends, um, appreciate over time, you know, give you tax advantages, whether it's depreciation, cost segregation, so many great, um, I don't know. And, you know, you and I can debate this one, but I don't, I don't think, um, I think real estate hands down will outperform you know, the stock market this year with what's going on if you get into the right assets, right? Just like if you get into the right stocks, like there's always going to be duds, there's always going to be flyers. But if you can, you know, buy right in the right asset class and operate properly, you know, I, I, I see it being really hard to lose in real estate this year. Yeah, if we have, uh, if we end where I think we'll end, we should have around an 18% return on the market this year. If things come back out to where they're supposed to be. Uh, that's obviously going to be before inflation. Uh, that's just an annualized return. So net net of that is going to be in the tens. So yeah, that's it's going to be a tough year for um, for stocks. But stocks like real estate have one thing in common, and that's why they're the two best places to be. Is they are real assets, not paper yep. assets. Not paper. Which are going to have the biggest pain this year because they're not real. Agreed. Figured I would leave you guys with a couple uh, metro markets that have been noted uh, with a population of at least 250,000 to be the top commercial real estate markets to invest in. Obviously, commercial real estate is comprised of many different asset classes from mobile home parks to storage to industrial to strip centers to, right, the list goes on and on. But um, top 15 markets, Charleston, South Carolina. Durham, North Carolina, Fort Myers, Florida, Jacksonville, Florida, Kennewick, Richland, Washington, Miami, Florida, Naples, Florida, Nashville, Tennessee, uh, Bradenton, Sarasota, Florida, 
Orlando, Florida, Olympia, Washington, Palm Beach, Florida, Port St. Lucie, Florida, Seattle, Washington, and Tampa, Florida. Florida, Florida, Florida. Ron DeSantis is, he got all that money. He's a business friendly state. He got all that money flying in going, hey, we're getting out of these blue states that, you know, Gavin Newsom just uh, proposed a bill to double its taxes in California. Uh, and, it, and really, if you dig into that, which we could probably do another segment on the, on the show uh, next week, it is, it is an absolute crucifier and killer for businesses if you're in California. And when you got politicians and policy like that, which is a lot of the blue states, but California being the worst. Um, and then you've got the complete opposite with states like Texas or with states like you know Florida that are pro-business and are actually working and incentivizing right dollars and businesses and employees and leadership to come in. Um, you're going to end up with what I think there was like ten states right on this top fifty or ten cities on this top fifteen list. Uh, that were all Florida. So I think, you know, looking at where you're investing your dollars um, is something that I would significantly um, tell you to take a look at. I'm actually starting to divest some of my assets out of California, and I've been buying commercial real estate out of state um, for cash flow purposes, but also for policy, right? The writing is kind of on the wall. So knowing, yeah, the asset is one thing and that's important for sure. It's got to make financial sense, but also know what kind of policies may be on the ballots that could drastically impact, you know, what kind of taxes you can, or, you know, avoid paying or have to pay what loopholes may be getting closed up. Right, what tax brackets you may be falling into or out of. Those are things that a lot of people don't necessarily look at beyond their PL, you know, and their balance sheet. And it's something that you're gonna want to look at, especially in these super, you know, blue progressive states, because they're gonna continue to try and squeeze as much money as they possibly can out of the wealthy, right? And ultimately pass that and trickle that down. If they have socialist policy, they want that to get spread out, you know, across the state to as many people as possible. And so that doesn't fare well for certain, you know, asset classes or real estate investors um, in, you know, some of these really progressive states. Yeah. And legislative risk, guys, which is what Maddie is talking about, is one of these uh, on our list of systemic risks. Things that you simply can't diversify away from in any asset class because they're systemic. They exist no matter if you want them to or not. Now, the nice thing is we at least have 50 different of them to pick from. So you get to choose your poison. None of them are perfect, but I would agree landlord-friendly states that have policies or legislation that leans towards the owner of the property, not the occupant of the property or the tenant of the property like blue states tend to do, it's probably going to be better for your bottom line. Kicking down the door to get somebody out is a lot easier than going through nine months of trying to evict someone. Yes, you're telling me. And I've been on both sides. And let's just say kicking down the door and getting somebody out a whole lot faster <laughs> is and it's much cooler. better and makes just so much more sense for everyone, right? It's, it, yeah. it creates a level of accountability 
to from the tenant to the landlord that is it's healthy for the entire system versus people knowing that they can work the system to their favor and it really disincentivizes any type of investment dollars or allocation for people to want to stay and invest in those areas in that asset class right in that particular state. And that's where I'm looking at California going, writing's on the wall. It's just a matter of time. It's just going to continue to erode little by little, right? And eventually, a lot of these things that you'd be like, no way will those ever get passed. Well, shit, you would have said that, you know, no way would I ever be, you know, after two weeks to slow the spread, you know, seeing uh, our country go through what it's gone through the last two years, right? So never say never, guys. But with that being said, know that we're going to continue keeping a finger on the pulse of all of these things in the stock market, crypto, you know, real estate investments. If you guys have questions for us, don't forget to shoot us a text at 844-447-1555. You can get on the deals list. You can get a free financial x-ray by texting deals and or x-ray to that same phone number, 844-447-1555. If you enjoy the show, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. we got some great guests coming up on the Monday episodes. Of course, Mm -hmm. Friday Food for Thought. Ryan and I are always jamming for you guys on Wealth Building Wednesdays. And um, all we ask is that you leave us a five-star review to help support the show, spread this message organically to as many people as possible. And with that being said, keep investing in yourself and your wealth on a march to a million and beyond. We'll see you guys in next week's episode. Cheers, guys. Well, that wraps up this week's episode of Wealth Building Wednesday. Be sure to tune in next week for more news and updates. If you got some value from today's show, all we ask is that you either leave a review on whatever podcasting platform you enjoy listening to this content on or share this with somebody that you know can gain some insight, some value from it. One of the things that you guys know about Ryan and I is, you know, we definitely won't say we have all the answers and we definitely won't say we know it all. We just want to bring conversation to the areas, the topics that we believe are really important to bring attention and awareness to to help you sharpen your axe, put more tools on your tool belt, weaponize you to make the best decisions that align not only with your financial goals, right, but your lifestyle goals. So if you guys want to take advantage of Ryan's free financial x-ray on your investment portfolio, all you have to do is text the word x-ray to 844-447-1555. Most people have no idea what they're being charged from a fee perspective or really in most cases overcharged and whether or not their current investment plan is actually aligned with what they're trying to accomplish and by when. And this is something Ryan does for all of our listeners for free. So be sure to take them up on that X-ray, one word, 844-447-1555. Also, if you are someone who is serious about building your wealth and you're already kind of established, but you want to surround yourself with other like-minded, high net worth individuals, be sure to text WEALTHCAMP, one word, to 844-447-1555 to learn more about our intimate five-star experiences with other like-minded business owners and investors to cross-pollinate, to hear what they're doing, and to have a whole whole hell of a lot of fun while we're doing it. And last, if you want to know more about consulting or getting mentorship directly from me or from Ryan, you can learn more by texting the word MENTOR to 844-447-1555. With that being said, that's all for this week. Until next Keep investing in yourself and your wealth on your March to a million and beyond. Cheers, my friends.